With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Well, uh, welcome home, family. It's uh, your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. And welcome to our wedding. <laughs> the <laughs> wedding what? episode. The wedding episode. Hi, Lee. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, do you like my veil, Lee? That's fantastic. What about Evan's wedding getup? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> transcendent drip. You know what? I, it's like, this is like when you go, when you, when you, when you go, oh my gosh, I got a Halloween thing to go to. And then it's too late because you go to like a Halloween <laughs> store day of, and then you and then you have to just put piece together some horrible look, and then you go to the party. And people are like, "What are you?" And you're like, "Well, I'm what I am is I'm Jason, but modern day." While also being an accountant, and you're just like having to describe your look because no you one understands what you are because you just grabbed random shit. It's very Jason Mraz vibe yeah. a little if bit. If you're not watching YouTube, I have a. Um, you know, I would say a bow tie that is of, very traditional. Of large proportions. A white bow tie, by the way. So it's kind of like, what's, a, a, look. Like, what's a white bow? Like, when, when would you use a white bow tie? I think they do sometimes at weddings. Okay, white bow tie with a, what originally was going to be a black, like, top hat. Like, like well, right? Well, listen, I did, my, you know, I went to the party store yeah. because we wanted to dress up like this is the wedding day. We have the rose petals. We have the champagne glasses mm -hmm. because we... When we were going into watching this yeah. Bachelor finale, we were like, is there going to be engagement? You know, so we yeah. wanted to have a wedding mm -hmm. energy coming into this episode. So I went to the party store, got myself a nice little veil. Um, I'm looking very like Adam's family bride perfect. going on, but I could not find a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, I found a black fedora and I said, you know what? I've seen people get married in fedoras before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I have a black fedora on and it's really tight. Um, and it's, it's made of circulation. And it's made of. <laughs> passes out mid episode it's not because i look absolutely stunning it's because he has no circulation to his brain yeah and it's made of like the material you you get when you go to a party store and you buy a hat it's like what what is this material Card it's like a cardboard very stiff doesn't give at all so what i look like is just like that guy that you avoid at a bar <laughs> As a, as a single woman you know like you're sitting there at the bar and this uh, this guy with this hat comes over you're like it's time to go he, he's gonna say some stuff he's gonna be like ladies did it hurt it's like oh here we go no it didn't hurt when i fell from heaven he's like oh oh you've heard it before you've yeah, heard you that ladies one. have been around i see well this is my bar Can basically I? Like, jason this is not your bar okay. can i check your uh your tag oh Made from heaven. Yeah. Oh, Made two in heaven, heaven references. <laughs> cool. Yeah, he's he's the guy that goes to like a how to flirt con. Oh yeah. Know? He's like, uh, <laughs> I saw this hilarious <laughs> clip once of these guys, and they were like, their whole 
braggadociousness was on how many times they've made out with oh, girls. Oh, no. And so it was oh just like, oh, I've made God. out 3,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> His whole thing was like, how many times he's made out is like, you know, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever that one, that one really famous guy years yeah. and years and years ago who's like the the pickup artist. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. horrendous and misogynist and terrible. And all yeah. these guys were like, let's consume all yeah. this advice because this is going to work. Yeah, and it's that's, basically like you're a Chris that guy right Angel now. was a pickup artist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I have successfully made out with 4,000 women. And everyone's like, I don't really know what to do with that information. Like, is that good? Is that What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I earned the yeah. Yeah. I get the fedora once I pass 200. <laughs> 200 makeouts gets you the fedora. The go- Once you get 1,000, it's the gold fedora. So I'm really working. It's like the Mary Kay version of making out with people. <laughs> it's like the people who drive the, the pink Mercedes. It's like the gold fedora is like 1,000 makeouts. <laughs> make out is like was well, such a strange thing to like <laughs> have it accomplished too it's like it's like not like how many people i've dated or you how fell, in people love I fell in love with or had sex but it's just like make outs it's like such a strange like thing to accomplish you know what i mean it's like it's almost like saying how many numbers i've gotten it's like okay i mean okay you got numbers or you made out with someone but like you know <laughs> it's like the golden fedora is right around the corner if I do say so myself, I'm feeling very makeoutable this week. I got my lip injections tuned up, I'm ready to go. The lips are luscious. <laughs> you see a guy with you hold out, like you're like in public, you know what I mean? And it's like you tip each other, like, oh, good to see you, sir. I know you're a part of the program. Welcome, welcome to the team makeout. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel like Zach owns a fedora and has gone to one of these classes. Well, there—I mean, there's just Ugh. a thousand percent chance that he owns a fedora. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not even a question. Like I would say, about a year and a half ago, he stopped wearing a fedora. Probably. Do you, know you think I mean? he read he, in GQ like fedoras are out? Do you He's think like, he's hit quit. the golden fedora yet? Makeouts? Yeah. Ooh. Do you think maybe that's why he went on the show to up his makeout number? Uh, well, he's he like knew if he got on the show, people he would, that I can make out with. He well, he's all about like you know what we talked about this like alpha maleness and everything is like there's like extreme desire for efficiency, and you know like he's like people talk about two birds one stone right it's like this is like a hundred birds one stone so it's like and and I oh I also wonder too if do you get is it only makeouts with new people or could is it if you make out twice with the same person, does that count as two? Uh, you're going to have to talk to the pickup pick artist. Because he at and least the has club. in the 20 to 30 range now of makeouts. But, you know, if he has made out with someone multiple times, which he has, are those like half points or like quarter points? I mean, these, are the, these are the important questions that need to be asked. I need to see this, the Excel spreadsheet <laughs> that they have for, this, for these guys. Okay, well, we have a very important announcement, first we and do. foremost. Before we drop our important announcement, yes. uh, we do need to take a quick pause. Okay. Oh. Family, I am so happy to say that support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. We love Jenny Kane. Think minimalist meets luxury. If you go on their website and peruse, you will be wowed by all the items. Classic, comfortable, and California-inspired clothes. Uh, They have so many amazing pieces, so timeless. But my personal obsession, is their cashmere cocoon cardigan? Holy smokes, it is stunning. I can wear it cozy at home, nice dinner, uh, dress it up for a nice dinner. It's Mm -hmm. perfect. Or, you know, out to a business meeting or anything. Uh, It's also so comfortable. It's honestly probably the most comfortable sweater I've 
ever put on my body. Uh, and Evan, you recently got their men's hoodie and you look mm. hot in it and it's so soft. Thank you. It's like, it's like, it feels like it's made of lotion. Uh, it really does. Like it's very, very delicious. I love it. Also, they have great shoes. You have those mules from them that I love. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love the mules. If you haven't tried their mules or sandals, then you haven't felt true comfort. Suede and leather give them such an elevated touch and they work well with everything. They're the only shoes you'll reach for this spring. Jenny Kane believes in one thing, the art of simplicity with a focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. Jenny Kane makes pieces that truly never go out of style. For real, go online, check out their pieces. They are pieces I will truly wear for forever. Yeah, find your pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code MOMDAD. The brand go-to for all season staples. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Love their stuff. Um, okay, big so announcement. we have a big announcement. Okay, the announcement involves what we will be covering next, yes. what reality TV show we will be covering next, and... But of course, we have to do Love is Blind we season four. Okay, I have <clears throat> to say, Evan and I have already watched the first episode and a half. Yeah. It is... It's electric fantastic it's just wild i am so excited to recap this it's so interesting it's so good it took everything in my body to like stop because i'm not this is the goal so first episode starts next week so Mm -hmm. set your calendars wednesday uh and we're going to be covering episodes one through three so i'm having to like hold myself back because i want to try to cover it without knowing everything without spoiling it too much spoiling yeah. it too much obviously if there's big news that comes out about things mm-hmm. that are going on we'll cover, we'll cover that yeah. but we're going to start episodes one through three because they're dropping so quickly yeah. uh so we want to you know dive right into it it's going to be amazing i love it too because you know you know the the bachelor and bachelor <clears throat> franchise you know there's a kind of similar person that joins these shows mm-hmm. there seems to be a kind of a, a personality through line yes like people are not that wildly different in what they're trying to but what i like about this show is it's like this show is like everyone on this show is completely different like the personalities what they're into the way they flirt the way they think is so different so you you see you really see like the spectrum yes of like people's different personalities you know what i mean and it's like some feel like i oh my i get that and then i got that person is bizarre i do not understand (laughs) so i i am very excited to analyze like just a complete spectrum of personalities. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So that's going to start next week, recapping episodes one through three um, ne- on next week's episode. And then, of course, you know, we'll keep you updated with um, what we'll be doing after that. Yes. But uh, we are diving into Love is Blind. And also next week, make sure to tune in. Top of the episode. We do have another big we announcement. We have another really big announcement. Um, that I think that you all hopefully will like. Yes. So we're stay very tuned for that. Um, okay. So here's here's the thing. Um, definitely, of course, wanted to go to the party store to get wedding regalia yeah, yeah. in case Zach got engaged, which right. he did wow. I mean, to yeah. Katie. Congratulations first, to Zach and Katie. Since Pilot Pete. Pilot you were saying? Pete. Yeah. An engagement. How yeah. wild is that? It's kind of crazy, actually. I was thinking about that. I was like, that was a long time ago. I know. When was Pilot Pete? Like how That was before the COVID times. We're like 2018, maybe 2019. Yeah. It's like that many years. Mm-hmm. It's like, does I mean, the show work? <laughs> but does it work? Well, Bachelorette, Bachelorette is a different story. So right. there's been engagements with yeah, Bachelorette. But the Bachelor, but the Bachelor doesn't, you know, it seems to be a struggle city. It over is there. struggle city over at the Bachelor. Um, like, will you date me? <laughs> that's kind of what's been. Now Matt and Rachel at have the end of this. We will date. 
I was like, I mean, it seems that's six weeks much, to start dating. It seems much more realistic. Think about it's it. True. Six weeks to start dating. Um, but like Matt and Rachel have been going so strong for mm-hmm, years now. Mm-hmm. But engagement wise, which we know this show holds prize over yes. anything. Um, yeah, they got engaged. So congratulations to them. We'll be diving into that. But I also wanted to get wedding regalia because Evan and my 11 year wedding anniversary is on 11. Friday. Oh. 11 years. 11 years. Now, together for a thousand. <laughs> it was 997 or a thousand. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah. Isn't that crazy? It 11 is. 11 years. 11 I mean, years. And, and I think, yeah, actually, maybe 16 years together at this point. 17 years together. Oh my God. Now, here's. Do you ever look at me and just go, there's <laughs> nothing left to figure out about this? Like, the, like, do you ever look at me and just go, is this it? Like, is this the, is the, is there anything left with this? You know, is this guy just going to keep doing this stuff well, or, or we know what's really going on. I brought I you, <laughs> come on. I brought you here today mm-hmm. to discuss yeah. some of those issues that I have oh. publicly. Can we start with like, just what's your favorite <laughs> thing about me? Physically? No, no. Mentally? No, no honestly, <laughs> honestly, you know what actually is crazy? And I've shared this. Tell uh, me your favorite thing I do in bed. <laughs> go <laughs> okay Zach I mean I'll give you time oh um, no it's actually kind of crazy because I've talked about this before on chatty broads but even though I've known you since I was like 10 years old mm-hmm. you still I still don't know what you're going to do most of the time mm. which does two things number one I guess it creates an exciting dynamic always <laughs> but number, <laughs> number like, two according to it can science. make me mad like yeah, wildly mental, frustrated sure. because i'm just like i have no idea it's been so many years and yet you continue yeah. to surprise well listen you know people always talk about like nice guys finish last and stuff and like this is what happens when you marry the bad boy <laughs> oh my God. right there's like there's risk involved okay but you know what the one thing you don't lack is you know passion and and just like a that that feeling that says i'm scared but i'm excited i hate you know this I mean? so much <laughs> <laughs> no, do you have any like i don't know what's something after after before we dive into the mm-hmm, bachelor mm-hmm. which of course is all the talks of love is there something like a piece of advice mm. that you have walked away with after 16 years together 11 years of yeah. marriage if you like could sum up a piece of advice if you were to give okay I think it's funny. We, me, me and some friends were talking about this the other day, sort of. I think the key is to other. I mean, I, this advice is once you're already married, or you know what I mean. I, I think the, the first thing would be make sure that you're the person you're with. Um, there's always going to be things between each other that like you don't like, or you like you're like, oh, I wish they weren't doing that or whatever. But I think the main first key before you get married is with the person that you are falling in love with. Make sure that you genuinely like talking to them because mm-hmm. things are going to come and go. There's going to be frustrations. There's going to be problems. There's going to be all sorts of stuff that hits you. But if you genuinely enjoy talking to them, mm-hmm. that is what's going to get you through it. If you just like a lot of the same interests or like you like doing a lot of the same stuff together, like you can only do so much, but when you're just like stuck at home and you're just staring at each other and you can't talk, it's hard. Yeah. So like, but above all, make sure you can just talk for hours together mm-hmm. and then everything else can kind of be figured out in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> number two, once you're together, maintain a certain level of individuality. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, like, don't think of marriage as like, 
we grew up in like religion where it's like to become one. <laughs> the you know, that, it was always like this of thing all. of like, and yes, to you lose into one and you become the seed, you know, whatever. You lose your autonomy in that. You yeah. lose your, you're, you're told to become one identity. And I'm a big fan of like, no, you just commit to each other, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I like to still think of myself as like just a person yes. that chose you and you chose me, but yes. we're not like molded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In this like one, like, I don't know for me, I like having an individuality because it allows me to have my own, you know, friendships, interests, things that you kind of can keep your own, you as well. So then you can come together and have something interesting to talk about. You can have, um, you know, experiences, frustrations, things to share with each other. Mm-hmm. If you're molded, like if you don't keep individuality, I feel like you can lose a little bit of passion because you're like, everything you do, I do everything you love. I love, we don't have our own separate lives at all. That's when I feel like stagnation can happen. So mm-hmm. I think like keeping your own life a thing, yeah, keeping your own life a thing and then just being together in it, you know, that's my personal opinion. You know what? Those are the two things I was going to say. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Or yes. Else, if you do this, this is what happens. You become one person. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the same thoughts and feelings. No, those really are the two things that stand out to me after being together for however long, especially like you're saying too, like life is life. Life brings the good times, the tough times, yeah. the best times, the worst times, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do truly believe first, like what you were saying about um, someone you can talk to. I yeah. think... I mean, I understand that, you know, when you start seeing someone that you want to be physically attracted to them, and I'm not saying that that's not important, but I do think that there is so much, people get caught up so much in like the Disney romance of uh, physicality and also like the passion and like, oh my gosh, the whirlwind romance. And at the end of the day, if you are making a choice that you do want to be with this person long term, it sounds so corny and it's so what we were talking about with uh, throughout the time with Zach's family is finding your best friend that he's looking for. And I know it sounds so cheesy, but it is so beyond true. Like it's so beyond true, but having your best friend. And I think what you're saying specifically, like who you can talk to and who you enjoy being with the most at Mm -hmm. the end of the day is so important. Cause it's like, you know, I know for ourselves, it's like, our lives have changed so much from what we thought they were going to look like yeah. when we first started dating to what we thought our life was going to look like when we first got married. So many things have changed. And I think if we had purely focused on, you know, physicality or purely focused on um, the, the specific things that we had in common at the time, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know where we would have been. Thank God. I'm good at conversation. You know I mean? <laughs> God, you're a good chat. <laughs> because if not, <sighs> This fedora would have been but, the final nail. But that's, <laughs> this fedora was the final egg. But that's the thing, though, honestly, too. I think, you know, some people, yeah, some people aren't as chit-chatty and yeah. are a little quieter. <clears throat> but then you find your person that, you know, you're, you like just being with, even if you're just being quiet with that person. Yeah. But just being in that space. Yeah, you just and like to be around them. Enjoying, like genuinely enjoying it, not being like, oh, I got to do that date night again. Like, I think it's really important to find that person yeah. that in general. One last thing too. I and think, the individuality, by the way. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> One last thing too. I think you need to look at your life mm-hmm. and then compare it to when you're with them or when you're not with them. If they make your life better. So they make you more 
proactive to better yourself, if they make you more inspired to work harder or whatever you're trying to achieve in life, if they are facilitating your growth, that's huge. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people can and get vice really- versa. If you see that you're helping facilitate. Oh, right. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, I'm saying like if you're the person just like sitting there, like yeah. are you guys exchanging that? Because what can happen too is a lot of times there's like, I'm super attracted to this person and we have a great time together. But- they, I kind of get sucked down or I suck them down or like we don't mm-hmm. really, we kind of like have our, we have the same struggles. So then we kind of like go into a, like a, we go into like a downfall together. You know what I mean? Like really knowing like, okay, are we going to help each other? You mm-hmm. know, this is all like pre stuff. Like once you're in it, then you can help work on these things. Of but if before, like literally think to yourself, like, is this person, am I, am I growing with this person? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Yeah. Agreed. And again, the individuality thing, I just want to say for myself personally, I know when we were maybe a year and a half into marriage, I really let that go. And not because you weren't, you were encouraging me to go be my individual self, but I think a lot of the religious trauma that Evan was talking about, I was like, okay, I have to be a certain way uh, because that's what my upbringing told me. And it was very much like, okay, I just have to become one with him. And I lost a lot of the individuality Mm. and it, led to a lot of emotional struggles for myself. It led to a lot of struggles in our marriage in that mm. first year and a half where we were arguing all the time because I was feeling frustrated because I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I've lost myself. Right. And even though you were encouraging me towards that, I was just kind of caught up in this whole, we must be the same. And as soon as I, you know, through therapy and encouragement through you and other things, hopped back into being my own individual person, pursuing my own passions, my own friendships, diving back in, that not only helped me so much uh, emotionally and just in day-to-day life, but it also really locked in our marriage um, in a successful direction. But of course, there's always struggles. We we haven't had struggles, but I would imagine people talk about those things. We were in a big argument like a day ago. You mean last night? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was a little. We were. We were being a little tussle. I was being a little bit of a. You know. No, I mean it was it was a duel. It was a duel sword swords swordsman. But you know uh, what it happens. You know it's life, baby. That's just called life. It's how you bounce back. That's the thing about it. I mean now we're now we're smiling through the rage at each other. (laughs) No, just kidding. I love you, baby. I love you too. Eleven years. Wow, it's crazy. And we were planning on on our ten year having Mm -hmm. a vow renewal Mm -hmm. we wanted a very special vow renewal and just a very small get together Mm -hmm. with like our chosen family Mm -hmm. um and you know we let that fly by so maybe maybe in our 11th year you know what maybe we'll do a live stream oh my gosh just like with chloe and uh, do some youtube clout shit be like live stream our vow renewal sponsored by bang energy or whatever you know what i mean like (laughs) we have a sponsor prevailing sponsor of our of our vow renewal it's like it's like babe the last 11 years have just been magical um i feel like you've given me an incredible life and bang energy for me (laughs) like i have to slide it in it gives me a, a type of energy that i can't describe just like you uh, code mom and dad and then like back into it <laughs> and, or just like brought to you by you know at the very bottom of the screen 
<laughs> this vow new this vow renewal brought to you by uh, who's the who's the jeweler on uh neil lane we have neil lane oh. on, we have neil lane well, neil lane was neil not was present when he was filming our uh our <laughs> our <vow renewal>. <laughs> that's where lane was spoiler sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing would be more epic than having jesse be like the you know efficient efficient do you think our, that he would do it i'm gonna know, contact all right let's see what he gets okay here's here. the thing if i can get jesse palmer to officiate our wedding maybe we will, we will do it live, stream it we'll, do it live. we'll do it live <laughs> that would be sick <laughs> and you. well i love you so much mm. and i am so excited to start our 11th year of marriage yes. together and have our whole family with us it's gonna be and awesome. dive into love is blind and see if these people get married and how long they last and all of that but uh should we get into this recap yeah, let's get into it let's get into it this is recap. time to get into this let's get into this recap okay okay i wanted to tell you something okay before we get into the play-by-play of this recap uh, of the finale, which we did it, by the way. I mean, we did it. It's kind of crazy when you actually think about. Like last night, we were talking before we got in a fight. We were talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh! No. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds not like we're so mad at each no other. No way. We both apologize. Yes, we're good. We're, we're you know, it's, good. It's marriage, baby. You got these little tussles, but no, I'm getting before. Uh, not before. <laughs> but we were talking and. Um, I kind of had just this realization of like, it felt like four days ago when we started your mom and dad I and know. now we're ending our first season together. It's pretty awesome. It's been amazing. Thank Every, you so much to everybody. Seriously, thank you, everybody. You guys, you've made this so special yeah. and we felt so loved and we felt free to do us yeah and to be to ourselves have fun on here. and be silly and yeah. stupid and just have a grand know. old time. It's been a vibe and I appreciate you guys it means so much. Like, a lot a lot for real thank yeah. you guys yes. so much we're having so much fun yes it's been it's been awesome i cannot wait for the rest of this year i'm so excited and do you like working with me are you kidding me you're my favorite person in the world she is the most charcoal she's incredibly intelligent I'm, I'm making him kiss my ass after the argument no 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 but no but seriously you guys you don't realize like how much she how much work she puts in how she is the architect of all of this she oh, I, I am you. like you know i'm the jester that comes in and just kind of dances in front of everyone jess is the architect of all this she is brilliant and she's beautiful and incredible and i swear like it's nobody knows how much jess contributes and puts in and and, and how much her mind is just incredible and so you know people need to know that so we appreciate you and you know everything you see and everything that you've experienced and if you like this podcast and you like being a part of this family it's because of jess so thank you and thanks for making me laugh we so love you. much <laughs> <laughs> and thank you lee for being and part lee of this family is just the rock he is the rock he really is <laughs> lee is the foundation for which we all stand he really is i love, love you yes. thank you love, we you, love each other love you we all love each other mm. All right. Okay, wait a second. Gross. Ew, gross. <laughs> Next. No, it's enough. It's now enough. You know it's what enough. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. Okay, I, 
I have a very important thing mm. to tell you about Sean, okay? Oh yeah, you were holding out on me. But before we before we dive into yes. the, the Sean piece, let's take a quick pause. Okay, let's do quick it. pause, quick pause. Um, family, quick question. How in the world did this bachelor season go by so fast? For real. Like we were I'm just saying. saying, how is this year going by so fast? It's too much. But here's the thing, just because it's already practically April, that doesn't mean that you can't make a game-changing decision for the rest of 2023. And specifically, if you are a small business owner, one game-changing decision I'd suggest for the rest of 2023 is using stamps.com. Yes, get ahead of the competition by using stamps.com to mail and ship. Use stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. They even uh, send you a free scale so you'll have everything you need to get started. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. Mm -hmm. We've been using stamps.com for personal and business use for honestly maybe a decade at this Seriously, point at this I think point. <laughs> because it saves us so much time and money uh, postage rates just increased again luckily stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else like up to 84% off USPS and UPS plus stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today sign up with promo code mom dad for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. So recently we made a change in our laundry detergent, and we have to share with the rest of the family, no more laundry detergent and massive jugs over here, people, okay? Did you know 91% of those jugs don't get recycled? That's right, 700 million detergent jugs wind up in our landfills every single year, but it's not like you can just stop doing laundry. So we made the switch to Earth Breeze. Yes, we are officially on our Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets, and we are not going back. So they mm -mm. look like dryer sheets, but they're not. They dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It really couldn't be easier. No measuring or mess. Just toss them in. Earth Breeze has really made the whole concept of detergent better. Yes, the packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic plastic-free. Their eco-sheets are vegan, cruelty-free, and dermatologically tested and safe for sensitive skin. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you at any time without penalty. And on top of all of this, with their Buy One, Give 10 initiative, each purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. A whopping 30 million loads have already been donated. I love Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets so much. They get our clothes ultra clean. They're better for the planet. No more massive jugs. So I get more storage space in our house. Uh, they're the best. Nothing, nothing but positives. Now's the time to try Earth Breeze because right now our listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash momdad to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash momdad for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash momdad. Okay, what I what I have to tell you about Sean oh Lowe through some flower petals. Yeah, okay? By the way, if you saw a flower flower petal on me, that it was a fake flower petal. It wasn't a pepperoni. <laughs> it's just <laughs> they kind of look like pepperonis from here. <laughs> He's just trying to make himself be more delectable. Yeah, just I was eating pizza and this. Oh, this one. <laughs> okay. What I have to tell you about Sean Lowe, mm -hmm. I have waited. I've been keeping in for about you know twenty four ish hours. Okay. Because I'm so excited to tell you this. So, obviously, we have all of our theories about Sean and Zach's relationship. Yeah. That, that Zach has been FaceTiming him relentlessly. He wants mm -hmm. to be his best friend. Mm -hmm. Sean is so annoyed that he secretly doesn't like Zach. If he had a MySpace, he'd be on his number one friend. 
Zach would he would 100 percent he'd be on he yeah. he Zach or Sean is 100 percent on Zach's top 10 on MySpace no question and Zach cannot be found on Sean's top real quick 10. real quick back in the day that was brutal oh it was horrible because you would put your friends on the top 10 or whatever and then if it wasn't the same if you weren't on theirs like it was like you might as well never talk to them again because it's oh, the most embarrassing thing ever. as a people pleaser nothing facilitated my anxiety more than if someone put me on theirs and then i'm like oh my god i gotta put them on mine but if i remove that person to be on the top 10 then they're gonna get their feelings oh hurt it was gosh. horrible it was horrible Sorry, i remember becca gave feeling. me drop some serious hot wisdom on me like a year ago when we mm. were talking about that and i'm like why didn't i think of this she was like you should have just made all your top 10 like musicians right take the stress out of yeah. it uh, <clears throat> that's true <sighs> if i could go back my sweet poor heart <laughs> I, I just think i didn't do a top friends could you did you have to do a top friends? I think friends? you had one. Oh. I believe you had one. Just put you. It's <laughs> just me over and over. Only friend. <laughs> Individuality. Okay, anyway, continue. Um, so what we saw yeah. yesterday yeah. on social media, well, we know that Sean and Catherine went to the finale and then but of course Sean came down and had like a ten minute interview. Yes with Jesse yes. about his thoughts on how Zach handled the yes. season. Well, earlier uh -huh. on Sean's Instagram, he posted a reel of his wife, Catherine, being like, no, seriously, listen to me as I explain the season to you. And he's filming her explaining the season because he didn't watch it. Whoa. Sean didn't watch the season. So Catherine's sitting there going like, okay, so here's the thing. So there were the, the three top girls and then this was happening and da da da, da oh, and giving him wow. the full breakdown before they go to Whoa. the finale where Sean, first of all, is getting interviewed about this and doesn't know, <laughs> hasn't done any research Dude, at the all. the franchise hated that. <laughs> that, that he posted that They're and like, revealed that. We paid that. you to be a part of this and you didn't even watch <laughs> and it. And imagine Zach. Zach. Zach's like The devastation. Betrayed. The devastation that Zach felt seeing that he's already, you know, Zach is in his trailer getting makeup and, and hair prepped for the show. He's, he's like, feeling, Dude, just give me, give me whatever Sean gets. <laughs> give me the Sean. <laughs> what type of makeup, what type of comb over does just Sean get, get? Yeah. Who's Sean's person? Get their makeup person in here. <laughs> I want to look like my idol. He gets his hair like bleached a little bit. He, he gets his hair colored. Full blonde hair. It's like blonde. He's like, I'm trying something new. He's like, what is it? Like the, the the form of flattery is copying someone or something? Oh, imitation. Imitation is the biggest form of flattery. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? He's just like, this whole season goes out to Sean, <laughs> my new dad. Sorry, dad. Oh, how sick would it have been if when the families were there, it was just Sean and his mom. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my true father figure. Okay. Sorry. I continue. <laughs> he didn't watch. He, he just collected the check and he's like, see ya, pal. And he's like, bye, I don't give a shit. And then when you when you knew that, then watching his sit-down segment yeah. with Jesse, when Jesse was asking him, like, how do you think he did? And he was like, I thought he was terrible. And then he was like, J just, just kidding. kidding. Uh, you know, thought he handled it well. It's a tough situation. Uh, didn't, you know, didn't give him that direct advice about how he handled the fantasies. Right. So he asked my opinion. He'd let us know that it wasn't his fault. But he... Didn't know, and I could all I saw was Zach sitting in his trailer, getting his hair and makeup done, pulling up Instagram to check on good old Sean. Sean's on his way, my best friend, oh. and seeing that his best friend 
did not watch his season and was getting the rundown from Catherine. Like you know, you know that Zach's like ready for the birthday invite and it's not coming. It's not gonna come. And he's like devastated by the idea of it not happening. Can we talk quickly about the Sean Lowe interview? Yeah, please. Which so by the way though, Catherine Catherine's your friend, Zach. Catherine's your friend. She's yeah. the one who, you know, when Sean was doing all the FaceTime calls and was having to go fly out to see you, she's holding down the fort. Yeah. Okay. She's continuing to watch your season. She's the one supporting you out here. So that's your best friend. Zach. I mean, two things. Number one was Sean was like one of those celebrities that got busted, like uh, pushing crypt, like fake crypto stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now they're like getting fined. He was like, I just... I just I got paid to say that you should buy this crypto like I didn't say I didn't even buy the crypto myself Oh, like, you mean when they were like what it, why did you do this why did you tell well, no, him that? not only that but it's like yeah that and then also just the fact that he went on didn't watch the season at all he has no idea he's like I don't know they paid me a bunch of money to say that you should buy <laughs> buttcoin and like I didn't buy any myself but sorry you got you bought it like that was like I felt like his whole interview was him just going like I, I didn't know buttcoin was fake <laughs> You know what I mean? Also, Sean Lowe had a couple adult beverages before he came down. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because when he's with Zach, he's just like, mm, fantastic. Yeah, well, I wish you um, I wish you the best and um, just make sure you try really hard. And that was his that was his energy. When uh -huh. he came down, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on down here? All of a sudden, he's like, Mr. Like, Mr. Three Drinks at the Bar. Okay. And he's just like... He did horrible. Kidding, kidding. Everyone calm down. Anyway, you know, for me, like, he, he definitely had a couple, like, gin and tonics or something because he was loose. Like, Sean yeah. Lowe was, like, feeling, and I could even sense, um, what's her name? Catherine. Ka I could even sense Catherine was just kind of like, sweetie. <laughs> I said I said the last one I, I said you shouldn't have had the last drink like two was fine you had three now we're kind of like in this situation you're kind of talking a lot. you're making me a little nervous yeah he's like talking a lot you know what I mean and he was just like he said it multiple times like he did horrible just kidding everyone you know it's tough the crazy thing about the show is you know what I mean like in this little silly show called The Bachelor you know like he was just kind of loose it can, that it's silly that it's silly, and you know like, the producers joke. are just like shaking yeah. rage overcoming them just like for you didn't watch the season and you just referred to our show as silly he definitely had the gin and tonic under his seat it was just like <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know you know how you drink a like a drink you know like this like this like he definitely was sipping that drink like in between his shots and so when he got on stage, he was just like, da, 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 da. like he wasn't that lit up, but he was just like loose. No. Okay. So this is my take on it because I know you didn't watch the Sean Lowe era of the bachelor. Um, I believe that's, I believe that's more how Sean is in interviews when he's with his wife, Catherine, he definitely seems more like fun, engaged yeah. when he's doing podcasts, he's throwing out jokes. He's more quippy. Okay. And then when he was with Zach, I think he just didn't like Zach. It had that energy. It was like, I don't want to be here. I think he was literally just like, this guy makes me uncomfortable. He's so stiff. I don't want to be here. And I'm not, I'm not having fun. I am not happy. Yeah. I'm here to collect a check. Yeah. You're not going to get anything out of me because I'm not having a good time. And now I'm on stage. I'm with, I'm with Catherine. Love right. her. You know, Jesse JP seems like a good guy. The crowd's living for me. They're loving me. I didn't watch the fucking show. Let's rip. I love that. <laughs> That's 
I just love that he also made sure to like clear his name and be like, by the way, I didn't tell him to do this, everyone. <laughs> just so you know, I didn't say do this. Because everyone was going on like interviews and whatever. They're like, we blame Sean. And yeah. Sean was like, this is what I did on my show. Yeah. And he asked me my thoughts and I told him what worked for me. Right. But we didn't have a game plan. Yeah, he's like, we didn't have in. a game plan going into this thing. God, that was funny. That I, just, was, I like the I like the two, I like the double gin and tonic Sean Lowe. That That's was my a, favorite. It was a ten. I loved that segment. A ten. Um, but I just needed you to know that because yes. I wanted to tell you the whole time we were watching Classic. the episode. I was like, oh my god! I just need you to know that Sean didn't even watch the fucking season. Right. And I do love the the idea that the show you know the show brings on people like ex you know contestants to like have little moments and like I love that everyone or that they're trying to assume that we all fall for the the idea that like they're all just like super fans of the show still and they're watching it constantly and that they have all these thoughts on it and it's like they're like no they're like we're we don't watch it because traumatized yeah we (laughs) we don't like to watch it because it brings back horrible memories i was a part of the squid game okay (laughs) like you like watching the squid game sure but i was in it yeah i don't want to watch it i don't Don't need need to relive and bring up (laughs) rehash those old feelings no that's no i and then just knowing then that jp saw that later that sean didn't watch it and you know that it was bugging jp Mm -hmm. because jp was like dude zach thinks that sean's his best friend and i've been here the Mm -hmm. whole time for him yeah and And he still is just caught up in the magic of sean he's caught up in the magic of it's just a bro triangle. And it's just like, how come no one loves each other at the same time? We always miss each other like ships in the night. You know? And Sean's just like, I didn't want any of this. He's but like, the, I just want to go home with my check, family and Catherine. But the check was good. I mean, they said they could pay me a lot, so I'll do it. I didn't know this was like a brotherhood thing. <laughs> I didn't know that we're like stuck together. I didn't know we're going to be roommates after this. We're moving into a house together. Your wife can come. <laughs> Both your guys' wives can move in. It's fine. And now I got Katie. Yeah, now I got Katie. So it's like perfect. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Well, should we yeah. kind of go through a little bit? Yeah. So we have Ariel's hot seat first, which yes. is actually, I loved that they did this. I feel like they always, when they do these finales, they start us off with like, okay, let's show some of the, bu- or the, um, you know, roll the tapes on the footage from Thailand or, or just yeah. what's going on in Thailand. Right. I love that they brought Ariel out directly. Yes. And Ariel came out of that with that hot seat and absolutely crushed. She did exactly what you would hoped and you expected, which was just classy, calculated, calm, composed, and delivered her message like with flawless victory. She said everything. My hopes and dreams were made with Ariel. Like this is what I was just praying and hoping for. And she, that's what she brought. Like she told him exactly what needed to be said. Yes. Exactly what needed to be said. When she, even, even the fact that she came out and uh, Jesse's first question to her um, was obviously regarding the fantasy suites. And she was like, I wish that this could have been a conversation so that we came to this conclusion as a couple. Yeah. Because that's actually what I wanted. Yeah. And if he would would have actually addressed me. Yeah. And given me agency sure. in the situation, sure. we could have had this as a couple. And later she even brought up the whole concept of like, 
she had like he came in with this with this universal opinion yeah. where it was like all of us together versus that he took the individuality out of each couple with yeah. this. I liked so there there's some like disagreement online about this, which is some people are saying that Ariel deserved to be told, and some people are like, what does it have to do with her? Like that was that was their thing. It didn't work out. It was you know he was already going to get rid of her. It doesn't matter. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. My view on it is that she deserved to hear more than Katie did because he never sat down and told Katie, I'm not going to have sex. Right. So for me, it was like the only person he told was Ariel. And he's the only person that he told and didn't hook up with. Yes. So he told Gabby and didn't did hook up with her. Yes. He told Ariel and didn't. Yes. Therefore, if there's anyone who doesn't need to hear it's Katie because Katie wasn't even a part. I'm saying if you were to make it, right. she was if the you were, only if, yeah, yeah. one who wasn't a part of this whole conversation. Right. So, and she even made it known when he did tell her, she's like, I didn't need to know this. Like, you know what I mean? She was, she was like, I didn't need to know that you did this. I, you, we never had this conversation that you weren't going to with me and that you Absolutely. weren't going to with her. And then you went back on your word. Ariel's the only one that didn't need to know. And Ariel's the only one that didn't find out. And we find out in the, in the conversation, uh, on AFR that yeah. she found out while watching the show yeah, and we were, about we what were, happened. We she guessing, had no idea. And we were watching the rose ceremony. I, I was like, I don't think she knows because he's kind of like saying this, but he's like, I don't think right. The she world, knows. the world was wondering because it was like, was this a com? We talked about it last week, but it was like, was this a conversation that was off camera and they right. just didn't show And She us? made mention of that. She's like, we had plenty of time. You could have told me the day before everything. Here's my thing with it. My thing is that, um, it's kind of like if you're like, and, and she was even saying, I was on the same page. She was on I the same page. I wasn't planning on getting intimate with you in that she way. She was on the same page. Um, so, but here's my problem. My problem is like, when you go out of your way to tell someone you're going to do something and then don't do it, that is the person who deserves to hear. I, I, That's what I'm trying to say is like, the per, like the person who is lied to basically right. in some ways. Or go, deserves to be yeah, talked went to. Back, went back on their word. Went back on their word. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, to me, there's no... I, I'm like, she absolutely should have been told by Zach. Like, she should not have found out on national television with the rest of everyone when, like she was saying, this is like a relationship that she felt like was very formed. They had had a lot of intimate conversations. He had met her family. And then she just gets sent home and finds out on national TV what went down mm -hmm. and she i mean she communicated that and he i felt like this whole conversation when he was sitting there zach was like sweating pale did not know how to respond because ariel absolutely just tied him in a knot like like yeah. he was a pretzel and it was like there's no and she was so gracious about it too because at the very end of the conversation and she did not need to do this but at the end of the conversation she did make it known like hey you know I don't want to just make this the only thing our relationship was about. Like you were a wonderful guy and we had these great uh, times together and we opened up and there were so many good things. Um, but there was just so many points that she hit that were just like, Oh my God. Yes. When she talked about, she said, essentially I committed to being in an open relationship, which oh, you know, my jaw was on the floor because we love to hear this, but this, the nation has never discussed the fact that this is what this is. And that she put, that she said open relationship. Yeah, that was very interesting because it's like, you know, in the context of the show, you don't really consider it like that. 
you, you just think, oh, this is a show. And this is the way the show's always been. But if you actually dissect it, you're like, this is an open relationship. Well, 100%. You know? And then she said like... If, but they put if, all these weird rules around to be like, oh, you can't... This you can't right. do, this you can do. And we won't refer to it as an open relationship, which is basically what's going down. And that's what's agreed to. But then what she said, which was so powerful in so many ways was that when the parameters of an open relationship change, that needs to be communicated. This is rule number one for an open relationship. You got to communicate, I mean, in any relationship, but the communication. Yeah. So when the parameters change, you didn't let her know that the parameters had changed. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue is that she yeah. even said she was like, it's not about what happened. Mm-hmm. It's about the lack of communication. Yeah. Like she wasn't saying I'm jealous and I'm like mad because I'm jealous or something. Like she's made it clear that like, no, no, it was just that you changed the parameters without telling me. Yes, and then exactly. put me in a spot where then, and then not only didn't tell me, but then never told me. So it's not never like you changed me. the parameters, did the thing, then told me. It was like you changed the parameters, then never told and me. And you were able to tell Katie, but you didn't yeah. have it in you to tell me. And that's kind of where we get to a point later, I guess. But, you know, where you kind of get into like. You clearly see now, once you see the whole spectrum, at first there was this whole thing of like, oh, it's all about honesty and it's all about straightforwardness and this, this, but you kind of actually pull back and you go, no, he was just trying to keep one person. Yeah. At the, at the, at the fallout of everyone, he was trying to keep one person. Uh Because if it was just about pure honesty. If it was all about like, Mr. I can't, I can never tell a lie. I can never tell a lie. Then it would have been, he would have had to go tell Ariel. Of course. And then he wouldn't have handled the Gabby thing the same way he did. If it was just about honesty, but uh-huh. it's not. It was about like, oh shit, I might be losing the person I love the most. So let me just kind of, yeah, that was an interesting one. Not so heart guardian of him. Not heart guardian at <laughs> all. Very much not heart guardian energy. Zero heart guardian. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, she just communicated with him yeah. so powerfully and broke down everything so powerfully that not only was it, I think, something that Zach absolutely needed to hear, but yeah. I think it was one of those things that just as an audience member, I was like, thank you for sharing this. Like, yeah. I wanted to hear this as well. And as I processed through relationships and all this, it was just like a an incredible moment. Yeah. And Zach definitely like, you know, he didn't argue it. He mm-hmm. kind of just sat there and, and was just, it was he just said tr- that it was yeah. one sided. It was selfish of him. And then, yeah. you know, he, 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 he definitely, he, he listened and, but yeah, but yeah. yeah it was interesting. I, uh, I thought she, you know, I don't know. You know me, how I feel about Ariel. I, th- I think she's just out of the, like so far out of his league when it comes to just <laughs> this whole process that it's just like, like, it just not like, it just, it's interesting to hear her talk and move in this whole situation. Like, why are, like, what is happening? Like, even the fact, like, yeah, she just seems like very elevated in so many aspects i know she is honestly she's gonna come to me in my dreams when i'm having like a beautiful romantic dream of new york and a museum mm -hmm. opening and ariel will be standing there with a glass of champagne looking at a gorgeous art piece and then when i walk over she'll tell me what she sees and it's something i would have never picked up on and i learned so much from her and she's so beautiful and all the most romantic wonderful things in the world i had a thought about her and i thought as I'm wearing a, uh, a cheap fedora <laughs> and a and a party store, you know, bow tie here was like real trash over here. Um, was I, I? I imagine her trying Taco Bell for the first time. She takes the taco and she takes a single bite like this. Puts it down. And she goes, "It's actually quite good." 
and then walks away. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know why that's like this so specific, but like no one would ever eat a Taco Bell thing like that. But she'd go, <laughs> put it down. Oh, it's, it's quite good. It's better than I thought it would be. That's good. <laughs> I could see why that would be popular and then walk away. And then I'm just like, can I get that? I need the rest of it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, she's so poised and in control. That like, you she know what is I mean? poised. She's the yeah. definition of poised. And yeah. she was just looking so stunning. Yeah. And I mean, just absolute bravo. I'm so happy that we got to meet Ariel this season. I hope that she's in Bachelor in Paradise. That'd be sick. I think she would be amazing. Um, I could also see Ariel being the type of person who was like, I tried this. I thought that I would, you know, I, I was looking at, you know, my year of 2023 and yeah. thought, you know what? I'm going to try something new. So I think I might audition for this show and go out of my comfort zone a little bit. And she ends up getting the role yeah. on the show. And then she goes all the way to top three and she's like, all right, that was great. Learned this and learned that. And now I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. I could see her actually saying no to paradise right. because she's like, I'm good. I I'm had good. my, I tried this and, and I'm fine. Um, but I would love to see her on paradise. Me too. Me too. I would love to see her. If she goes on paradise, she's going to have a line out the door. I think yeah. waiting for her. I think so. That's I think so. for sure. That's yeah. for sure. She is one classy, one classy lady. I think she's, she's incredible. But yeah, I do like the idea of her just being like, you know what? I used to judge people that watch these shows and we're on these shows. And I realized that's not where I want my head to be. So I'm going to just <laughs> be on the show. And everyone's like, You're not gonna, it doesn't work like that. You and can't then, just get on. And then like two weeks later, she's like, I'm on the show. Like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. Yes, it does work like that for you. <laughs> okay, so then Ariel leaves the stage. We say farewell to our princess. Yes. And um, and then we go back and we get to see Zach's family mm -hmm. meeting Gabby and Katie. Yeah. Um, now I want to say this about Zach's family. I know his all of his family absolutely loves him. Yeah. I know it, but I do love the idea that his one brunette sister hates yeah. him. Well, like she, to fantasize that she or just doesn't hate him, but is just like this fucking guy. Mm -hmm. It's always about it's Zach. Always about Zach, Zach, Zach. He's the golden boy. Yeah. He's the prince. It and it's always, always about Zach. It's always and, going to everything for Zach. And yeah. mom and dad are obsessed with Zach. And I'm probably and she's probably the youngest. She's like, and I'm just, you know, I'm the cool one. Mm -hmm. Like I just kind of picture her being like some like like hot, cool Twitch streamer or something. Right, like, right. and just having that vibe. And she's just like, God, here we are again. We're always at one of those fucking football games. <laughs> thing about her is that she can't fake a smile you know what i mean I like she's kind of sitting it. there like this like they dragged me to this thing i didn't want to come i was willing to not be a part of this and the parents were like we need to we need to present a family unit she's like, <laughs> we are a family we love each other and we need uh, to do this okay and she's sitting there just like this <laughs> gabby's like I, gabby's like and i just love yours and she's just like <laughs> just nothing and I so good. was obsessed with her. Yeah, she had a I lot. love to see it on TV. I love when someone, when the cameras are all on you and you're like, I'm not going to fucking fake this bullshit. Like I'm going to be myself because you saw when all of a sudden Katie was talking yeah. to the sisters later, she said something and, and she got this big old smile on her yeah. face. And I was like, yeah, here we go. She like, likes, oh, interesting. <laughs> she like likes you can't, Katie. Yeah, she's not faking it for anyone. You know what I mean? She cracked. 
I know. I just I love the love idea that. of her being like, you know, I have this huge Twitch stream yeah, like following. You're me... I could be making so much money right now. And now you're making me go see yeah. Big Brother. What is he into now? Okay. Yeah. What's he doing now? What is he into now? He's sitting down with the family and he's telling us that he's, he's starting to go into what happened in the fantasy suite for the yeah. love of God. I don't want to hear it. I'm asking him not to share, yeah. <laughs> but he can't help it because apparently he's the king of honesty. It's always a big family meeting. Whenever he's <laughs> dating someone, we got to sit down and discuss it. And it's like, oh. Ah, you guys have never met my significant other. I keep them from you. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting because the mom made a mention. She was kind of like, and like, how's her family? Like, do they align with our beliefs kind of thing? That yes. was an interesting, like, I don't know what that means, but yeah. like there was a little bit of like, are our families going to vibe which was yeah. an interesting concern that Almost was like interesting maybe in the past there had been exes those families they were like not on the same page and she was just like by the way we want to make sure that's okay again it also adds the continued question of what went down in the fantasy suite yeah. between zach and rachel yeah and then when mom <laughs> made that comment about do, do does her family align with our family's beliefs uh -huh. i'm wondering if the show is intentionally like editing out maybe conversations yeah. about potential religion or beliefs or whatever that might yeah. be religion, or if, politics who knows or if they're choosing not to go there and mom yeah. said something quickly maybe zach doesn't want to go i don't know it was what like, it is. are we gonna have fights at christmas uh-huh you know what i mean uh -huh. when the election's coming around or uh -huh. something you know what i mean the classic yeah. like <laughs> got that energy a yeah, little, little, bit, little bit a little bit um but yeah so Gabby, before she meets the family, we see that moment where I, you know me, I was convinced she was leaving. I believed with every oh, fiber of my being volition, that she was going to be like, I'm out of this. I'm not okay with what happened. Yeah. I can't trust him anymore. I'm leaving. Um, but she says that she needs to talk to him before she meets the family. If the talk doesn't go well, she's not going to meet the family. Um, and, you know, she ends up explaining how what he did, like how that made her feel. And I mean, all these feelings that are just like so beyond valid. Oh my God. And we'll yeah. get into him with Gabby later. Um, but it was kind of a lot of like, you know, she goes, she's, she's, she's frustrated. Cause she's going, did you regret the whole thing? And he goes, no, 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 no. I don't regret that we hooked up. I regret that we hooked up. Right. And she's like, He's like, does that and make it's sense? Like, no. And it's like, uh, she even kind of has that look of like, mm, I'm not yeah. really getting it. Because he's going like, listen, I don't regret that we hooked up. I just regret that like I said I wouldn't and then I did. And, and she's trying to kind of like, you could tell like, you know when someone chooses to believe something? That's yes. what it was. It was like, I choose to believe what you're telling me, even though my body is screaming maybe don't well, believe it or, or that like the truth lies somewhere in the middle but like it was just it had that energy of like well, I'm not gonna uh, let's just go you and know then, well and then too because you could see all over her face that she was like you're not helping the situation right now you're not like I'm trying to explain to you how I felt like a, she used the term like an accessory in the crime my heart was broken at this woman who should be in a situation where she had you know they had their two consenting adults and they had sex and that's great yeah. and now she's feeling like because of the way that he handled everything she's feeling the shame which is terrible and like my heart was breaking for her and she's explaining this to him this man is just like no i, I don't regret it i regret it though and it's just like and you see yeah. her face and then what he does is i believe what he did 
when they talked last week mm-hmm. where all of a sudden he said, I'm falling in love with you when he yes. saw her facial expression. She had her face, facial expression that made it look like she was maybe stepping away. And then he says, well, in my heart, I feel that it's love. Yeah. And then that seemed to make her feel like as I I sure. would feel the same way too. This person's looking at me and the first time I'm expressing how I'm feeling, they say that they're falling in love for the first time. I'm like, okay. And then we get to this and I'm expressing more. And then this guy's like, no, no, no it's it's love. So of course an, yeah. anyone's going to feel a little bit like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm going to trust you and I get that how this show is and it's part of the process. So you can't maybe say certain things, but I'm going to, I'm going to trust you. And so she did. And it was interesting because it was like, it's like the third time, second or third time he said like, I love you basically. Yeah. And then later on is like, I don't say that word easily and I'm keeping that for the person and I'm going, you've already said it like three times. I'm like, yes, I understand you didn't say I love you, but you said every version of it you could say. He told her when he was like, it's a panic move. He panic moves the love thing. Every time he said everything, every time he said either I'm falling in love with you or I love you or something, he does it when she is about to walk away. Yep. It's like a panic. Like, let me say this to get you back on the hook. You know what I mean? Um, which is why my heart broke for her yeah. 10 times more it, when we see everything later in the episode. Yeah. Cause it, it really makes it tough. Cause your brain's going, well, you're telling me you're loving me. So maybe you're just bad with words right now. You're having a hard time communicating. Cause all he needed to say was like, I don't regret having sex with you at all. What I regret is that saying we shouldn't to other people so that I feel like I created this you know, kind of two-faced situation yeah. with them. Yeah, if and if I would have, and that really puts me in an awkward position where now I need to apologize to them, but I don't apologize, apologize to you because I want, I like what we did. So it's like a, it's a mixture of that, that frustration. But instead he's like, I don't regret it. I just like, I just regret it. And you know what I mean? It's like, ah, right. like, instead you know. of saying it's him taking full ownership of the situation instead of making it like a dual thing. It's right. like, no, I am happy and I'm glad we did it. And this is what we wanted to do. Right. I regret the parameters I made up before going into it. So that we could have done it and enjoyed ourselves. And I wouldn't have this kind of feeling like I got to then explain myself to everyone or whatever, you know, whatever that is. But yeah. yeah, So, and it was interesting, but so then she ends up going in and meeting the family. I mean, she was great. She was phenomenal. She She went in, she absolutely crushed it. Um, Clearly the family really liked her. I mean, when she was sitting with, with dad, Zach, you know, she was just, you know, express like really opening up her heart and explaining like what she believes a relationship should look like and love should look like. And it's so beautiful. Um, Yeah. I mean, everything went great. There was no hiccups. Right. Right. And between her and Katie, I thought that Gabby knew the right words to say. I thought she handled each individual person really well. Mm -hmm. I thought she did a great job navigating the family, everything. Mm -hmm. But, between the two you could tell that gabby was aware something was off yes. with zach yeah so her energy was more like her behaving well for the parents in order to win everyone over and be a great candidate versus katie was like just you could tell completely comfortable in herself and i think that comes from Gabby questioning everything. Something shifted in the last two weeks. Of course. And now I'm trying to kind of believe this guy. Something feels very off. But at the same time, I'm trying to prove to the parents that I'll be a good addition to this family. Mm -hmm. So it's like she executed her plan perfectly. 
But the energy you could tell was very different between the two. Right. When Katie went in, so Katie ended up meeting the, the family. Yeah. And again, both both family meets went extremely right. well. Couldn't right. have gone better. Um, but yeah, I mean, when when Katie then met the family, um, they definitely seemed very much like we really like her. Yeah. And Katie was very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So she was like crying multiple times yeah. and you could tell that she, you know, cause up to this point we hadn't seen Katie like other than the past like two weeks, three weeks, we hadn't seen many tears and many like, you know, moments where she was going to be cracking mm-hmm. under the pressure. But the, the last week, especially through the fantasy suite situation debacle, it, I think it really cracked her in a, in a gnarly way. And I feel like she was really going through it. Yeah. Hence she's crying in every conversation. And before that, we didn't see that kind of level of emotion and tears. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that she, it hit her, but I also think it really endeared her to the family. Of course. Cause the yeah. family goes, wow, she really cares. Right. You know, like she cares about this and she's feeling the weight of it. And it probably makes the family go, Oh, we're kind of out of the show right now. And we're just dealing with like some reality here. Right. Well, when, yeah, when mom and Katie sat together and Katie, all of a sudden when, when mom said, Hey, how do you feel about the fact there's another woman here? And Katie starts crying and mom's like, it's okay. I get it. It's hard, you know, like, and was there supporting Katie? And it it feels like it definitely bonded the family a little more with her. I agree. And she was also very praising of him to the family. So I think they also felt encouraged there too. So Although Gabby, but you know, but like Gabby did what anyone, like if we could have the, the Gabby did what the perfect version of, of any of us, we're going to a barbecue with someone we know we're going to break up with in five hours. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, I'm going to like, she perfectly executed, but like at the end of the day, you know, in the back of your head, like I'm going to a barbecue with the family and I'm, it's over in five hours. Yeah. So it was like tough. You could see it now. Now having seen the whole thing, you could see in her eyes. She, and she even said, I knew it. She knew it. She knew it. Um, you know? Okay, before we keep diving in, gotta take a quick pause, quick pause. So here's the truth of the matter. Our family produces more waste than I would like to admit. Honestly, between us, the kiddo, friends, and now the two dogs, it feels like we're always taking the garbage out full of food waste. So we knew we needed to figure out a composting situation. And let me tell you, Lomi by Pila came in and absolutely changed the game. When I say wow, that is an understatement. Lomi is incredible. It's like magic. It is um, magic. <laughs> it's unreal. Lomi allows us to turn our food scraps like leftovers, our coffee grounds into dirt with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric uh, composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. It's mind blowing. And this thing has no smell when mm-hmm. it runs and it's really quiet. We're talking composting and creating soil instead of waste. And we uh, basically have limitless supply of dirt for, for the garden. And yeah. I gave one to my sister too. Oh my gosh. She's a big gardener. She's obsessed. Yes. Yeah. Um, since we got our Lomi, we throw out way less garbage, which means it's not going to landfills and producing methane. Instead, like Evan said, we're turning our waste into nutrient-rich dirt that we can use in the backyard to feed the plants. And I'm talking way less garbage with Lomi. We've gone from three bags of garbage per week to one, okay? We're obsessed with our Lomi. And like Evan was saying, we turned his sister onto it, and she has a large family that has a lot of waste going in, and she's obsessed with the Lomi. Um, And again, like Evan said, it's not huge, so you can put it in your kitchen. 
kitchen and it won't take up so much space or in your laundry room. Um, your sister ends up keeping it in her garage. It's so convenient. Yeah, it's super modern too. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lo- Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash mom dad and use the co- promo code mom dad to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash mom dad and use promo code mom dad at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know if this is just me, but when something comes up health-wise that might confuse or concern me, my first inclination is to go on TikTok or Instagram and go on a full research spiral, getting all my info, not from a professional source, okay? Why? Why am I doing this? There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. You and I should be using ZocDoc. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. Let me say this. I am a ZocDoc fan, like Mm. big fan, proper fan. I've been using it on the reg for years and years all the time. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed Take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling your best and you're just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. You can book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better with ZocDoc. It's just the most convenient. I can always find appointments quickly, find the right doctors for me, and book the appointment through my app. I used it last week, actually, and I got an appointment uh, for 24 hours later, which is wild in Los Angeles. I get so much peace of mind with ZocDoc. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctors' profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. Go to ZocDoc dot com slash mom dad and download the ZocDoc app for free then find and book a top rated doctor today many are available within 24 hours that's z-o-c-d-o-c dot com slash mom dad ZocDoc dot com slash mom dad okay so after meeting the families which obviously was oh so important for Mm -hmm. Zach could you imagine it's a lot of pressure it is a lot of pressure I mean my family (laughs) is so important to me. I will choose them over you, our children, our children's children's for generation to come. I just want to let you know that. Let's get this on the table immediately. <laughs> my family. My <laughs> family. It's a very, uh, like a Game of Thrones, you know, like. Sure. Um, angel, like my <laughs> line, you know, I am owed the throne generations of heart generations guardians of heart him. guardians before me <laughs> have fought and i'm not giving it up so you either join us or meet your peril and she's just like what <laughs> just before going i will have i will never by the way every child will be named zach in our family <laughs> our daughters our sons our lineage will all be Zach. And I will not name them Zach Jr., Zach 1, 2, 3. No, they will be Zach. So when I shout the name Zach, they will all turn to me. My father's God. father was Zach. There is only Zach. And I'll come to think of it. Katie, we should change your name to Zach. I want to be one unit. 
I was listening to your mom and dad podcast, and they were saying that two become one is not so great sometimes, and that you should maintain individuality. Well, let me tell you here, there is no individuality. There is me, and me only. So hear me now as the heart guardian. We are Zach. I am Zach. And my family will reign in eternity. Something in that world. <laughs> there, you know, something, something in that world. In <laughs> and it's just like Zach. And they'll shut and they'll turn around. <laughs> oh I mean, my God. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of, um, you know, like that era oh, of show. Have you? So. Yeah. So it's really, it's really, really hitting, hitting home. home. Yeah. I really, really feel that. <laughs> well, <laughs> he had his then final one-on-ones. Yes. Um, his first being with Katie. And I mean, she really, they went for a hike. I was like, could we, could we ramp yeah. it up a little bit for the final one-on-ones? I feel like you have these like, such over the top gorgeous dates and i feel like the final date i know that it's important to like spend time and in the evening they always sit together on the couch and have a, a good amount of time together but the day portion is always i feel like a little underwhelming you're like i mean obviously it's beautiful the environment walking to the beach like later with gabby yeah. and then you no, know gabby going had on a like hike. a horse ride that's true and that's true. a beautiful like gazebo on the beach that's true even but I'm just thinking the final date, you got to go. It's sure, going to be sure. over the top. No, but I'm saying comparatively. Yes. And even Katie knew because he goes, we're going to go on a hike. <laughs> and she and she goes, oh, a hike? <laughs> she had flip flops on. Yeah, She's like, could the producers have not have told me to throw on some tennies? Dude, they're like in yeah. jungle yeah. Thailand. And she's like on slippery moss rocks with flip flops and like sweats. It's like. I know. It Give was her very a heads strange. Up. Yeah, not only a heads up, but just also like you could just tell her like disappointment. Like, oh, I guess we're going to be sweating today. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of funny, but well, they end up then in their night. So the day portion goes well. Whatever, we don't see much. But then the night portion, um, she's talking about Gabby. She's talking about how amazing she's an unreal girl. Um, and she then goes into a long explanation, a beautiful explanation of how much she feels for Zach and cares for him in this whole process. And she really puts her heart out there. Yeah. And Zach says, okay. He's like, yeah. He's like, like, he literally says, yeah, okay. Goes, okay. He's after like, she's just like, and I'm in love with you. And, and after he's told Gabby multiple times, he's in love with her. Well, falling in love with well, her. Whatever. Right? I'm just saying, like, this is love. I'm falling in love. Whatever. I mean, like, in my opinion, no, that's I like agree. I agree. Basically, saying you love someone. So it's like, um, the levels of love on the show. But it's just levels. weird that he's like, he's so, like, we later find out he, she was the one the whole time, yet he, like, wouldn't even mention the, that word. I think he her? was being so obsessed with like the show and the process is that it was like, I'm not going to try to like ruin, ruin this okay. and like give it away. So right. I'm not going to say anything. And I think probably his goal in the whole show was to not say I'm falling in love with anyone the entire time. But then when he was talking to Gabby and it looked like maybe she was um, going to walk away and that clearly she was upset that then he ended up throwing out that I'm falling in love with you. And yeah. that wasn't part of the plan. That's no, my guess. Right. Okay. Um, because, I mean, she just, like I said, this gorgeous long speech telling him she's in love with him. And he goes, okay. 
Yeah. I, she, I thought it felt cold even when so did I. Even when they were um, in that like apartment or whatever her room and then he walked out. It wasn't like a make out. No. He just kind of gave her a hug and walked he away. He kisses her forehead. Yeah, he kissed her forehead, walked away. So you think that he was playing like he was playing into the the like I'm um, the bachelor. I, well, or I'm going to like the audiences and going to know what's going to happen. I think so. Like he was trying to sell us Gabby and then and then pull a switcheroo. No, I think he was just trying to like play the part of the bachelor or it's like, don't give it He's away. Like, These girls are getting too comfortable. <laughs> but he, when he toes. kissed her on the forehead, you and I looked at each other. And in the, at this point, you know, obviously this entire time on the show, we've been saying it seems like Katie's the clear front runner. But during this episode, you and I were looking at each other and the way he was handling that situation mm-hmm. and then the fact that he had told Gabby I'm falling in love with you this is love we're like oh it's gonna be Gabby yeah. if she doesn't leave it's gonna be Gabby I agree they, they hoodwinked us for sure and then Gabby ends up having her one-on-one after this mm-hmm. and apparently which we did not get to experience the east coast side of the world I believe 10 minutes no audio the audio just wasn't working. And so everyone's tweeting. Because Lee wasn't working there. Yeah, that's exactly that's what we're talking about. If Lee was in there, this would have never happened. You guys should have hired Lee. Get Actually, don't hire him because yeah. that means we won't get him. So we take him back I'm torn. Immediately. No, there was no audio for 10 minutes. So everyone's watching it. And this is Gabby and his final one-on-one. And there's some important conversation happening. Yeah. No sound. And so people are tweeting like crazy, like, what are they saying? is the show really in that the garbage can that much <laughs> that, by the way, this is not this wasn't part of the live show. This was the pre-recorded in Thailand <laughs> and the audio still wasn't working. Was this Chris Harrison's son <laughs> coming in and just remember, remember Chris Harrison's son did like an interview of him or something or like, remember he was all remember his son did. He was like working the cameras or something. Oh, yeah. Years during ago? the whole during the whole um, COVID the COVID thing. and they yeah. were doing the, the legacy bachelor so maybe stuff. Chris Harrison's son is like Nepo baby for the company. He, you know, he's sabotaging he's it. Sabotaging yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm going to my put dad a wig on and like a mustache. And he walked yeah. in and he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm the new assistant. And then just like, and he's just pulling he's the cord like, <laughs> in the corner. And he's like, oh, he takes everything. It was me the whole time. And like, I who forgot, are you? I forgot about his son. <laughs> <laughs> and like 10 minutes later, the show gets the audio he's back like, and then they're like, like, <laughs> it's just, dang it. it's like, okay. He's like, dang it. <laughs> I knew that was the mistake. Foiled again. <laughs> ah, I foiled us again, father. We will find another way in. <laughs> Yeah, if it's if it's the last thing I do, and then like yeah, does the cape, and they're like you're still here, and he's like I know, but cut, just cut, cut away from me. So dumb. So, but yes, what like fire again, <laughs> father. <laughs> You guys, I'm having a day, a little loopy, okay? If you wouldn't, if you didn't know, you thought I was Sean Lowe, three gin and tonics deep, but it's not the case. Yeah, but this champagne is actually spark- oh, by the way, sparkling water. Look at this, you guys. Gorgeous. How insane is this? Let me yeah. just take a little sound. Yeah, it's actually sparkling water because it's the morning. Okay, sorry to derail there with my <laughs> thing. That's what so- I bring to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers from the, the golden fedora. <sighs> the audio was gone so most yeah, oh, yeah, people yeah, didn't yeah, get yeah. to hear that which is actually wild that this was like mm-hmm. the finale and like 10 minutes yeah. are gone well we heard it because yeah. we were on the west coast 
So let us inform you. They end up uh, going on a horseback ride. Apparently, it's Zach's first time on a horse, which is quite shocking to me. I, if I were, to, if you were to 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 do a bet with me right now, I would have bet some serious cash that Zach had gotten horseback riding lessons just to show up on a date once for yeah. a girl and look like Prince Charming. Yes. Like if I were to put money on that, I would have been like, yeah, the man started going to horseback riding lessons when he was twelve because he wants to be Prince Charming. I mean, if your if your plan is to make out with three thousand people, <laughs> then like you gotta be on a horse at least once, at least once, <laughs> and and especially as a heart guardian. How have you not been on a horse as a heart? <laughs> Heart guardian. It means you're on the ground. Yeah, it's you, like you got to get on a horse. You got to get elevated on a horse. How are you supposed to slay the enemy <laughs> from 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 foot? You got to be on horseback. But it was kind of shocking. Like, how did you get to be 25, 26 and not have her been near a horse or on a horse? I mean, there's plenty of people who haven't ridden a horse. No, if you haven't been on a horse, <laughs> kind of psycho are you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that was shocking that he'd never been on a horse I, I before. I just would have imagined Zach was like a regular horseback rider just for the the Prince Charming. Right. I thought he would have been on a horse with some mold wine. Yeah, with his mold wine his mold in, a, wine. in a goblet yes. riding a horse. Um, but, you know, it starts like a good conversation. Okay. Yeah. She's asking him how he's doing. Um, but then he starts going in this direction where he's talking about how torn up he is. He doesn't know uh, what he's going to do, how he feels. She then pops up and is like, no. Who's we see classic in- <laughs> overcommunication. We're like, oh, stop, stop, stop. stop. Zach, shut up, shut up, shut up. Know, when she says, how are you doing? Yeah. You can literally just say, yeah, you know, I'm just feeling this is a lot. It's yeah. it's overwhelming. And I'm just, you know, it's coming down to the wire. And I'm so enjoying my time with you. And yeah. Just so nervous. And I'm ready for I'm ready for this next, you know, move. But I'm, but I'm scared. And so he's like, he literally opens with, I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm very torn and I'm leaning not here, if I'm being honest. So you better start pulling out some of the special stops because I'm starting to fade. You know, he literally just like, I know you're you like, don't, shut up. Like he says, I know you don't want to hear this. It's like, uh, I know. <laughs> stop. stop talking. When you start to say that, because you've said that numerous times this season so far, Zach, stop. Yeah. When that when that feeling comes up, <laughs> resist. Okay, we know you don't have to feel like you have to tell Ariel, so just use that energy right. and don't say what's about to come out of your mouth. Um, and yeah, but she pops up and she right away she goes yeah. in ITMs and she's like, if he knew how he felt about me, he would say it. And she's like, he hasn't made that decision yet. And this is when we get the ITMs where she's like, I have a gut feeling. I just know it. I know it in my bones. It's not me. I can see it coming. She sees it coming from a mile away, mm-hmm. a mile away. Mm-hmm. And so she's struggling and you're watching her go, is she going to leave? Like she's yeah. caught in that. But I, when we hear her talk about it later, I fully resonate with her yeah. where you're like, you have this feeling where you're like, I feel like I need to trust my gut. It's it's he, there's something's off. He's not going to go with me. He's going to break my heart. But at the same time, you're dealing with a show where, you know, there's producer play involved where he's like, I can't say maybe certain things yeah. and, you know, ruin it for the audience <laughs> or whatever. So you're sitting there going, how many times have we watched this show where we think someone's going to be number one? And then they end up, you know, we think someone's going to be the final choice and then it's not them. It's the other person. Mm-hmm. So there's your that's all that's playing in the back of your head where you're like, I don't want to walk away because I really like this person. Yeah. What if I walk away and I, my gut's wrong? Yes. I totally resonated with everything she was feeling like so deep. Um, and later in the nighttime portion 
um, she tells him that she's hoping that his heart would have like led him one way more than the other. Um, and he tells her that he wouldn't have gone this far with her if he didn't think they had a potential future. Okay. Yeah. So let's make this very clear. At this point, he's telling her her date comes second. Katie's date was first. He's telling her, I wouldn't have taken you this far if I didn't think there was a future. Yes, I'm torn, but I think there could be a future with you. And she's putting out in every which way, like, please, if it's not me, for the love of God, tell me. Mm. Like, please, for the love of God, tell me. And what he could have done, because I understand that there's like the elements of the show, is not reinforced the fact that, yes, it definitely could be you if he knew it was not. Mm-hmm. Because what we got was him reinforcing that, like, it definitely could be you, Gabby. Yeah. Well, the panic thing, he always does that panic thing. I mean, he says that he wants to feel the experience right up to the very end. And she said that none of her fears are relieved in this. So I guess technically she wasn't relieved, but he still was reinforcing the fact that he could see a future with her in the end. My problem was the was the over communication on the beach when he started going, I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm really on. I'm really like on the fence here that created in her that like solidified her suspicions that like there's something really off. If he wouldn't have said that, because she even said up until that point, I was good. And they started talking. I think it led her to that night being like, well, who is it? Right. Because she kind of cornered him. And I did kind of feel like a little bit torn on this because I was like, I know you want to feel it, but also this is the show. You can't have him just tell you one or the other. Like there is a argument for being like, well, I can't tell you because this is the show. Right. Um, But there's a difference. There's a big difference between saying, I can't tell you if I'm choosing you or not. But what he did is confirm that he sees a future with her. And then he tells her beyond a shadow of a doubt, he's falling in love with right, her. Right, right. So he doubled down. <clears throat> that was the problem is he overshared too many times. And then he was always trying to have a backtrack and figure it out. But if he would have kept the sharing to a minimum. He could have kept it like, this has been amazing. I feel so connected with you. And then we, and she would have felt comfortable. But he created this like situation where she felt insecure about their relationship because he's kind of doing this back and forth, pull, pull forward. I love you. Actually, I'm on the fence. You know, that kind right. of thing. And then she's going, well, just choose then. Versus like he never did that with Katie. So Katie's able to just kind of go, I'll see you tomorrow. We'll see. You know right. what I mean? Well, like it, you can just allows, see the difference. In- what it allows is then it to all kind of happen a little more organically because Katie, because of all the situation or sorry, because with Gabby, all the situations he put Gabby in Gabby then is questioning things. And then he is affirming that he's is falling in love with her. So then it's, I mean, honestly, just straight up manipulation to me at this point where you're like, you know, because you admit it later and after the final rose that you already knew that it was going to be Katie. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling this woman that, you know, you see a future and you're falling in love with her. And she's asking, you know, is it me or not? Or like, why don't you know? And again, I understand it's the show. So you got to have to kind of, you can't, you, you know, they're, they're not, they don't let the lead outright be like, yes, it's going to be you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but at the same time too, we've seen in the past. Sure. I'm sorry. We've seen in the past People plenty of times like where the lead ends up sending saying like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to you. I can tell you're struggling and you're asking me like, is it going to be you? And I need to know. And I, and I am honest with you. And I say, I'm actually in love with this other person. And then they allow that person to leave and don't drag them. If they know to Mm -hmm. the altar. And then they just have the altar with their final choice. Instead, 
Zach allowed it to continue to go and then affirmed and confirmed to her, yes, indeed, I am falling in love with you and I don't know what I'm going to do. And again, after the final rose, we found out that that's not the truth. Yep. What happened to the truth teller? Uh, well, it's we, not the truth. The hard, yeah, the hard guardian is not is not really so much the guardian of the hearts. He's the guardian of the relationship he wants to Yeah, keep. and I think that's like when we wrap this whole thing at the end up, we realize that like if he would have hooked up with Katie instead of Gabby, this whole thing would have been very different. I don't think it would have been this long, I'm so sorry, I blew it, I gave everyone my word and then I shouldn't, it, it wouldn't have been that. It would have been like, hey, I'm sorry, but... um. I ended up, you know, or, or it would have just been, we'll talk about it after the show. It would, it just wouldn't have gone. And it's funny now knowing that he, you know, he chose Katie, you kind of, it all comes to fruition of like, no wonder why he was so terrified and like, oh, I was gonna, I might lose Katie through this. Right. And as much as I liked Gabby and I liked our connection, I'm realizing now how much that Katie's my person and that this hookup might cost me Katie. Now I need to do this declaration to the world that I'm so sorry for putting this and I shouldn't have been. I should have been a man of my word. But reality right. is it's like I'm Katie. I'm sorry. No, that's basically whole, what this was. Is, Katie, thing, don't leave. I'm sorry. Yes, I should have done that. The whole thing was extremely selfish with the top three where it's like, again, like you said, it makes it now so obvious where it's like, of course, he didn't feel the need to tell Ariel. And that's the thing, too. If you would have told of Ariel, it would have helped. But, you know, and then and then and then he goes with with Gabby and he's just like, I don't care. Again, we can talk about this in a second, but like I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to announce it to the world. Right. And uh, I'm going to make sure then that Katie has to know. Because clearly it's like Katie was going to be his final choice. And at the end of the day, it's totally okay if you had a clear front runner and you had your final choice. Totally okay. But you have to then be respectful and handle it like in a way that you're going to be honest and forthcoming with the remaining women. And also treat them with equal respect. Right. Not just... I'm going to make sure Katie's good. Right. And then bulldoze everything else. I I don't think, I don't think Zach's a bad guy at all. I think he got caught up in his own kind of legend, trying to please this whole thing, trying to make everyone be equally and stay equally in love with him. And I think it just got, a, it just got right at the end. It just really peaked out. And that's when he just, he lost control of the whole ship. Yeah. God. And then he just hurt. Yeah, then everyone got hurt, you know, People. including the person he wanted to shoot. So like everyone, that's what I mean. Is it just it just got out of control? The speed wobbles were just like whipping, and yes, he, yes. Just, he couldn't write the ship. Um, so we then end up getting to the engagement day, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Jesse Palmer's there instead of Neil Lane. Where is Neil? Couldn't make it. Busy, busy man for our. He was well. He was doing ours. Yeah, he was. We had already ours. booked him. He's a man. Um, he's a man of his word. <laughs> so. Gabby's first. Yep. She says she knew it. She, I don't think we've ever seen this in the history of the crazy. show. Crazy. Jesse Palmer's standing there and he says, how are you feeling? And Gabby looks at him and she goes like, I just know what's about to happen. Mm. And she tells him, she's like, I know what's about to happen. I don't think we've ever seen that before. And she walks in there. Now I will say to Zach's credit, I don't know if this is him or the production or whatnot. I would imagine the producers would want to let her continue to suffer. But I did appreciate the fact that he didn't let her do a speech first because we have seen in the past some leads when they're about to break up with somebody at the altar, let them do their whole love speech and then say it's not going to work. Mm. So I did appreciate that it seemed like, unless they cut out her speech, which I don't think they would have, it seemed like he immediately took her hands and he started talking first. At least there's that. Um, and and she's just like, don't. 
Yeah, and then he's just like, uh, falling in love with you has made me a better man, but, and then she just goes, I know you don't have to say it. Yeah. And then he starts talking and she's like, I don't want to hear it. And mm-hmm. then he does his act thing and goes, you deserve a man who picks you first yeah. every day. And she literally says, can you stop? And we're right. just all screaming at the TV. Zach, for the love of God, stop. Stop yeah. talking. Let this, she's literally saying, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear the whole, I deserve a guy. Mm-hmm. No. You don't want to be with me. Just let me go. I sympathize with both of them in this, which was, I, I, I felt the same way with her. Like I would have felt the same way. I don't need you to explain why you don't like me or why we're not going to be together. I don't need it. Like all it'll do is give me in my head about some stuff about myself. So just be like, I'm so sorry, but like, it's just not going to work is like, you start explaining to me the reasons why. And now I'm going to start creating like reasons why there's something wrong with me. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I liked that She was just like, stop. Don't, I know it was coming. No, we're I'd be good. like, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I also sympathize with him being like, we spent a lot of time together. You know, I was super close to basically being engaged with you. And I do feel like it would feel weird to end this whole thing without a conversation. So both sides, it was an impossible situation. No, but I think though, when you're the one breaking up with someone, then you need to uh, 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 to respect the breakies boundaries. A hundred percent. But I understand the panic of like, right. but I'm not a bad guy. You know what I mean? He has kind of that thing. He was trying to explain well, like, I'm not a bad he's guy. He's walking out following her two inches behind yeah. her, just like following her like, Gabby, Gabby. And she's like, go away. Yeah. And he says. And he reached for the car door and, he, and then she got to it first. And he was, he was like, oh. <laughs> it was all so <laughs> brutal. And then he, and she tells him though, she goes, I knew it was coming. Um, uh, but like, why, why not say it? Like, I knew it was coming. Why not say it? And he said. He said, I made the decision last night in bed. Okay. It's not true. We find out later. Or what he said about Katie wasn't true. Something's yeah. not true about what then his description was later in the hot seat with Katie. Yeah. Um, but she then is just like, I'm out of here. He does. He tries to do the final. Yeah. I know you don't want to hear this, but you have part of my heart and I'll never forget you. And it's just like, Zach, uh, yeah. I really hope you don't forget her. You were on a national TV show where you about to propose. Like, I what hope it, you don't forget he forgot her. her. And then like during the show, he was like, where do we meet? Wait, you look so familiar. It's like, I thought you said you were going to forgive me. He's like, oh, that was you. <laughs> like he actually forgot her. He was like, whoa, he actually was being honest. He's like, I don't want to forget you. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was like complete unraveling. Unfortunately for Gabby, she just got all the fallout. You know what I mean? Of, oh. of the of the whole thing happening. And then there's a back of then I love you. And then there's like a I'm on the fence. And so she she was just unfortunately for her, she really got the like she got kind of ripped up at the end. I mean, when she's in the hot seat, I mean, clearly the crowd loves her. They were they yeah. were applauding for her. And I want to say this. ABC, if she wants to go on Bachelor in Paradise, ABC better fucking show up for Gabby and bring her who she is interested yeah. in and let her have a moment of peace on the sand. Gabby would be a huge front, front runner on on the on the sand. I think so too. She would be yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, but I'm just saying if she does do it, Gabby, if you do do it, it always makes me so nervous with people who go on the sand who they are heroes. Them, yeah. No, th- no, people who go on the show who are heroes, a lot of times the show then tries to Those I mean the show gets loose. They start like playing yeah. games and they'll mess with you. Yeah. Yeah, so uh be be careful if you go on the sand. Yes. But ABC you better just provide 
the individuals who she is interested mm-hmm. in so that she can have a grand old time on the sand after all of this. Um, but she's devastated. I yeah. mean, you can tell like she's that was a real like, devastated. It was harder for her, like she said, to watch it back. It was worse. Um, you can I mean, tell they, she's still like got probably a decent amount of love, you know, for him. Mm-hmm. Like they still, have, she still has that connection. The fact that she said, how long has it been? Months, right? And they said, she said watching it back made it harder. So that right. means that like she thought this thing was like done. And yeah. he, and, and Zach even mentioned earlier in the episode, she's very confident in us. Yeah. Which was like a interesting thing to say. That it was, was almost w- like, I'm nervous about the fact that she's so confident in us because it's not going to be us. Right. You know? And then she, she even said when she was talking to Jesse Palmer, she said the day, that day, yeah, that day you prepare the speech, you go through hours of interviews. And she said in the back of her head, she was like, Zach wouldn't make me go through this mm-hmm. if he knew he was going to say no. Right. Like, I think he's the type of guy who wouldn't make me go through this. Mm. He did. Um, one of her biggest issues was that apparently the fantasy suite date, they had a ton of conversations that she said were super important about mental and emotional health um, discussions about how they were falling in love. But she kept talking about this mental and emotional health piece and was alluding to that and these really important conversations that they were having. And she was upset at the way that the show edited it to make it, be just this whole narrative of like the fantasy suite thing, right? Of them going and being intimate together, Um, which was such a weird moment where it was like, whatever. I was where Jesse was, was like doing the whole tiptoeing. Like we want to respect your privacy. And I'm like, Oh really? (laughs) You guys want to respect your privacy? You were, you guys were the assholes who added in that music when she was in the fantasy suite to try to make it seem mischievous when she was just a, a a woman who is two consenting adults going in and having this fantasy suite experience and having a lot of conversation. Then yeah, being intimate, but you guys are going to make it this whole thing, but it's like, Oh no, we want to respect your privacy. Yeah. All that bullshit leads us to, uh, which I forgot, which was when she said, we sat, talked, you held my hand basically and said, this is going to stay between us. No, she said she was taking her makeup off and he went up yeah. behind her and like pet her right. hair. And was just like, this and is was between like, us, by the way. This is just between me and you. And then like four hours later, he's announcing to the world. He told everybody. And then she was like, she felt completely betrayed. Yeah, that was rough. So that's why she then said too, she like, when she has that conversation with Zach and she said too, then she didn't know until watching the show with the whole audience of who knew what Yeah, she had no idea because he didn't hadn't communicated he had that to everybody. her. But when of course the cameras came in the room, she was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. You stroked my hair yesterday and said, this is just between us, which then again lines up with when she was doing her ITMs where she was keeping it private and safe. Like they had agreed upon. And then he comes out blast out of cannon. That's where I'm just mm. like, no, that is so not that okay. That is so not okay. Like there was, and again, it's the whole, like, I can't tell a lie. It's like, well, you better learn how to keep a promise. Better learn how to keep a promise, heart guardian, because that is not okay. She says, too, she goes, I know you're trying to be honest, but I wish you would have told me that you were going to use my name. Yeah. And like she said in last week's episode where she was like, you're trying to clear your conscience, but what you're costing is like my heart and my privacy and all of these things. Um, Oh, and she wrote that. I said that line, I get it, sex sells, but now I've become a narrative. Just absolute mic drop. 
And then Jesse Palmer's like, well, it's live TV, so we got to wrap, Zach. Uh, do you have any final closing yeah, thoughts? She's and like, I'm just and like, this woman is trying to process all this shit. And yeah. it's like, well, it's live TV, so we got to hurry it up. He's like, anyway, uh, this episode's brought to you by Bang Energy. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like he like he kind of apologize. He apologizes. He apologizes, but he keeps going with this whole like I'm trying to be honest. And yeah. I really wish. And I did think overall, like he was listening. I, right. I mean, but at the end of the day, there was still this whole like I'm trying to be honest. And it's like I was hoping that there's an element of like I hope you recognize what you have put this person through and right. what you're at. And he said your action, my actions have consequences. And it's like I hope you realize that those consequences are more than you now feeling uncomfy on live television. The con- the consequences mostly involve hurting this woman. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. we love you, Gabby. You are a queen and we wish I, you the best. I wish you the best. And if you want to go on paradise, we will be here. Oh yeah. Cheering you Please do on, it. cheering you on. And then we have the proposal. The first proposal yes. we have had in years. Um, Katie, he proposes to her. Yes. Um, and let me say this. I love Katie. Mm-hmm. Katie is an incredible, incredible woman. Thousand percent. Um, I am so happy for her that she has found love. And as much as Zach really, really frustrated me and pissed me off a lot, especially towards the end of this season, I do hope that he is learning and growing and that they have a beautiful love together. If that is what Katie so wishes. Yes. And um, he has an amazing woman. She seems very supportive of him. Yeah. And we were, I mean, like they were, they were like sitting on the couch and she was just like holding his leg and looking at him all the time. And like he, she was so like, you know, especially after watching everything she just watched. That's and, what you and, and I were talking and like about. Watching like, Gabby, who's her friend, be devastated and hurt and feel betrayed. Seeing Ariel, who's her friend, be betrayed and hurt. And then still be there to like, you know, be yes. smiling and supportive. Like it's kind of like it's that's that that would be a lot of pressure. And I feel like she navigated it like as gracefully as you possibly I, could. I feel like I'm sure there's been a lot of conversations and I feel like you can get the energy when they brought up fantasy suites behind the scenes of yeah. Katie and Zach talking about some of his actions sure. um, because yeah like you said she is like besties with Gabby she's very close with Ariel in fact on the day of the fantasy suites all three of the women posted the same photo with the same caption mm. as like a support for each mm. other so they are like a united front yeah. so it is interesting you know as you as Katie then is processing seeing all of that and then being in a relationship with Zach, like how hard that must be. But it seems like they are very much in love and she is an absolutely wonderful woman. And I hope the best, the best for them. Absolutely. Um, You know, and during their proposal, it absolutely, she says, if it's not you, it's not anyone. And I was feeling, I was feeling the emotion. She was very eloquent and very beautiful. She's um, beautiful, beautiful person. And Zach, you better, you better, you better heart guardian her, dude. Yeah, you better, like, for real, like, for real. She's a special, yeah, she, special she's person. She's definitely very special. Um, But they go back in the studio, mm-hmm. and he, they're getting a full, like, he's basically getting a standing ovation after the proposal because it's so beautiful. Yeah. He still seems shaken up. This whole thing, this is how this show is very much to me. It's literally, like, full-blown gladiator style where you're like, this is, we just watched someone be he was dishonest with and she was absolutely devastated and we're processing all of her hurt to like here's this beautiful proposal and now we're supposed to be celebrating it's just absolutely he went through the gauntlet yes he got 
battered. Yes. Multiple times. And then it's just like, all right, let's celebrate this proposal. And he's just clearly shaken up. And even in their in their moment, I thought it was so interesting when you know, she comes out then and she's just absolutely stunning and 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 talking about their love. They didn't really get that much time and I felt like they wrapped it up yeah. pretty quickly considering mm-hmm. this is like one of their first engagements yeah. in a long mm-hmm. while. They wrapped it up fairly quickly. Yeah. But in that but in that conversation, that's when Jesse says, When did you know it was Katie? Mm-hmm. And Zach said, When I saw her at the last chance date. I thought it was you. It's always been you. So just again, we got to timeline this bitch is that Zach saw Katie first before his date with date with Gabby. He knew it was Katie then. And Mm -hmm. then he had his date with Gabby continuing to affirm her and then tells Gabby during the non-proposal that he just figured it out the night before. So like I'm saying, something's not honest here. Either he really didn't know until the night before and then he's trying to say this to make it seem like, Katie, it was always you, or he's not being honest, which I I feel like he always knew it was Katie. I I feel like it's been Katie from the top. And he was maybe trying to kind of like really give Gabby a chance at the end maybe, (sighs) but she could sense through, She knew. you know, she knew like, "This this is weird. Well, he says that they're moving in together this summer. And then he mentions a wedding in 2025, which this is another new thing. I think it's been a hot minute since we've heard from any of the leads on the show where we're getting a wedding date potentially thrown out already. And classic over communicators that goes and kids. And everyone's like, (laughs) Katie's like, like, we're like, oh, for two months. And Katie's like, like, we haven't even talked about this yet. There was like one person in the crowd that goes like this. (laughs) It was like, and man, little ones one day. And everyone's like, oh, oh, and then you hear this. Like one, one person was like, and oh, yeah, like I don't. I thought that was a clap moment, but I guess no one's. Everyone's a little weirded like, out by that. Zach, it's just too much. Yeah, he's like, and I'm still on the fence. If I'm being honest with you, with he's like, oh, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. But wow, but well, yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful, and it did kind. Of, it was such a beautiful like proposal that like it did kind of allow everyone to transcend the battering that had just happened. I was kind of. I didn't think they were gonna make it out of that. I was yeah, like, this was it was brutal. still though. The, the crowd was tight though. The it was whole, tight. It was but, very tight because everyone. It was just yeah. so much. But well, again, Katie got him out of there Katie, because we all love Katie yeah. and we support Katie so exactly. much. There was so no we're villain like, vibes with Katie, so it wasn't like, no. oh my gosh, the villain. It was like, no, everyone. She's adored, so it allowed everyone to kind of feel more comfortable in it. You know, being like, Correct. oh, that was brutal, but you know, she deserves it. She deserves love. I hope they're happy together. Yes. Kind of vibe. You so know? we 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 send them all of our well yes. wishes and the best. the best. And um, it's been a pleasure, Zachary, <laughs> doing impre- doing baseless, bizarre. <laughs> inaccurate impressions of you but it has allowed well, me there's, well, no there's moments but i'm saying like just uh, random like you know mlm stuff that doesn't exist like i've been able to be very liberal in my impression and i hope that uh you liked it either way <laughs> i did it uh and that is it it's not like i asked for you know you know uh, permission or anything i just did it and i hope that uh there was some enjoyment for you hopefully you didn't take it too personal we uh, appreciate it I won't let you stop doing the Zach impression <laughs> for forever. If there's going to be the Zach impression. Um, and then we get a quick preview of charity season. Yeah. And I am. We were buzzing yeah, when we watched this. So her. we saw the first limo entrance for charity season. And Jesse's like, it's somebody that, you know, 
and we think it's maybe an ex and out pops her brother that we love nehemiah and he is going in full undercover gear to be scoping the men Mm. night one (laughs) and see if they're there for the right reasons and i'm like this is what i'm talking about this is the fun energy we need like this is the night one it it almost kind of reminded me a little bit of like when when taisha and caitlin were hosting and they were in the bushes and we had that fun commentary energy and it made it fun and silly and playful and like this is gonna be a great time i really hope he does that bartender thing i talked about where he's like he stays he's like an undercover bartender you know what i mean and if you guys do take that i really hope i get ready (laughs) but i I can have you know i can make uh, some union you know like fees or something i hope he goes undercover for the whole fucking season could you imagine imagine he's there the whole time (laughs) he's there like at the ring ceremony he's just like yeah (laughs) a drink or he's like one of like they have him dressed up as like one of the camera guys or something and so he's there the whole time or they think he's a producer and the whole time he's been undercover and he's given he's like talking in charity's ear with an earpiece his 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 his, um his uh, like look changes every week like whatever country they're in he's like a local there and he's just like he's got the hair different hair different mustache different clothes He's like faking accents and stuff. Oh, I sure. I'm excited. It's I gonna sure be hope awesome. so. It's going to be good. And that doesn't come out until June 26th. But we I got believe. Love is Blind. We got Love is Blind week. coming up. We got a and bunch then, of fun stuff but of planned. course, we're going to be doing other shows mm-hmm. after Love is Blind. Of course, we're going to be talking Vanderpump when oh, that yeah. reunion it's is coming up. Awesome. We're going to be covering. We're going to be. Yeah, we've got a lot of fun mm-hmm. things in store. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait. Thank you guys for the season. It's Thank been a blast. Thank you so much. We love you all. Let's wrap with a call home. Of course, we would. I mean, we would never not. We would never not. Remember, you can always call home. Flowers, the queen. Hi, mom and dad. Hi. So I have a dating story, and I'm curious about if you think this counts as an ick, or if this is just bad communication. Okay. So I go on a date with this guy from Bumble, and we're going to some food trucks for dinner first, and then we're going to the movies. So we order food at the food trucks, and he offers to pay for both of us, and I respond by saying thanks, and I'll get our movie tickets. And he says, oh, actually, I already got the movie tickets. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so nice. Mm -hmm. So then we get to the movies, and he shows the person our tickets on his phone, And I assume that when he said he got the movie tickets, he got both of our tickets. So I walk into the movies and the person is like, oh, no, no, wait, he there was only one ticket on his phone. And I'm just like, so confused. And I kind of look at him and he's like, oh, I bought my ticket ahead of time because I thought the movie might sell out. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) so I run to the back of the line. I have to rebuy a ticket. It feels like a whole thing. And he never acknowledges it again throughout the entire date. And I knew from then on that I just couldn't see him again. (laughs) And it wasn't the fact that he didn't buy my movie ticket. It was the fact that he bought a movie ticket for himself, thinking the movie might sell out without telling me ahead of time that maybe I should buy one too. (laughs) Um, So all in all, we did not have another date. But I'm curious what you guys think about this. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Mm. I am. I just don't understand people sometimes. I'm so confused. I am bewildered. If I was man. her. I mean, what more, more what I'm learning <laughs> is how incredible. Pe- how much people put up with. <laughs> if I was her. 
I would have just walked out and <laughs> left. I, that would have been it. Like, I wouldn't have, like, hated the person. I just would have been like, cool. We're clearly so <laughs> on different pages here. The fact that you thought it made logical sense to buy a ticket for yourself. So what if it's sold out? Now you're going to the movie alone. Like, alone. What, like in what world does this even make sense? And now what I want to know is, let's just say it would have sold out. Would he have ditched her and just gone into the movie by himself? Well, I don't want to waste the movie ticket. That's what I'm saying. You just this, wait for me outside. This sounds like the type of guy who'd be like, oh, well, I guess our date's over. Right. So uh, maybe I'll see you another time. But I'm, I'm going to go in. Really been, really been wanting to see this movie really badly. I've yeah. heard amazing reviews and, uh, you know, can't miss it. Yeah, so. If you're going out of your way to be that on it, but then you miss out on the whole date, which is the other person. It's just I, the fact that you went in line bought the ticket and then sat for two hours next to this person you are a much better person than i because <laughs> i would have immediately been like oh really okay let me go grab a ticket and then i would have walked out and left him waiting for you that's exactly i wouldn't even so as your dad i say if that ever happens again or anything slightly like that walk out and don't even tell them you're Ditch leaving his ass just walk out <laughs> Because the fact too, like it is blowing my mind that in this whole conversation that when she so graciously was yes. like, I'll get the movie tickets. Yes, she offered. And then he's like, oh, no worries. I already got them. Like, and then didn't, ex and then he didn't, he let her follow him right. into the movie theater. What? Knowing that he only had didn't one even ticket. Ask, like, hey, didn't did you even, get yours? I got mine. Like, didn't not even, even a no, basic conversation. No, a basic human conversation of like, hey, just FYI, I actually just got my ticket. Like, did you happen to get yours before? Or hey. Which would have been a little awkward, but it, at least it's it would have been weird. A conversation. It would have been so weird. She doesn't have to walk out. It would have been weird. Or like, even like, hey, we'll get in line together and I'll wait for you while you get your ticket or I'll or, pay hey, dude, for your ticket. Lie. Lie. And lie just... and say, oh my God, I must have only bought one. I'm so, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> and then walk back out and buy it. You know what I mean? But that should be like, um, oh yeah, I only bought one because I didn't want to miss the movie. It's a fantastic film. And I w I've seen the, the previous three oh and I won't miss God. this one. Like it's such a strange, like dude, people like what, I mean, what is how going do you on? get this far in life and not realize <laughs> like this is insane behavior? Like, how do you get, how do you get to a certain age where it's like you're alive and yet yeah. you still don't know I, how to be? I agree. I agree with your father here. If this ever happens again, you just walk out, you ditches us, you deserve. You walk out, you call the us. The world. And you call <laughs> us immediately. And we, I'll come down there. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely so wild. Dumb. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, it is a, it's a very funny story, Thank but that you. is unbelievable. Thank you for having the experience. And we apologize you had to experience it. <laughs> yes, Exactly. But you know. of course, but of course. Dang. Well, now you know to buy yourself a ticket next time ahead of time, just in case. Oh my God. Your date does that. This is the things that you have to think about beforehand. I gotta, <sighs> if I'm going on a date right now, I got to think about purchasing a single ticket for myself before in case the movie sells it's out. rough out there. God damn. Rough out there in the streets. Well, we wish you the best. We apologize <laughs> if you need any movie recommendations. I can look up some and. You know, you can buy yourself a ticket or I'll buy you a ticket and yeah. just in case as a backup. Yeah. So. Like, I like that plan. Well, we, we love, love you. We love you. Mm. We love you all. We love you, Lee. Fantastic season. <laughs> love you guys. And we cannot wait for next week because Love is Blind is pumping. It's going to be so good. Yes. I love you. I love you, baby. Happy anniversary. Happy 11 year. Wow. Love of my life. Love of my life. Gross, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all everybody. Right. We love you all. And we'll see you next Have week. Have a great week. Bye.